1: Goal. Oh, oh. <laughs> What the I
0: Hello and welcome to Scarves Around the Funnel. Are... make some noise segment um, and I'm already uncertain in our opening five seconds because yes I think there'll be a lot of noise being made around hearts right now after our latest game against Fiorentina and the Europa Conference League but maybe not a positive noise. I am Laurie Dunsire uh, joined for our immediate reaction to a game which is Sometimes dangerous, but sometimes cathartic, and sometimes necessary. I'm joined by Mark Donaldson. How are you? Mm, Good evening. I'm not very well.
1: I'm angry. I'm not as angry as I was at full time. I've kind of simmered down, but the anger is still there at what I saw tonight. Now, The Colour Purple was meant to be a 1985 American epic coming-of-age period drama film directed by (laughs) Steven Spielberg. There was no coming-of-age for Heart of Midlothian against the colour purple this evening.
0: No, um, it was easy for La Viola um, oh. in their first game against Heart of Midlothian. And it was a disappointing defeat, which we are going to dissect tonight. We are recording this. Uh, it's half eleven UK time. So still less than two hours since the game finished at Tank Castle on a wet and windy evening in Gorgie. So, like in the previous episodes that we've done this Make Some Noise segment, it's a very raw match reaction. Um, We've not had a chance to dissect and review all the different incidents, so this isn't deep analysis of the game. But it's absolutely necessary, especially tonight after a very insipid Hearts performance. So we will look back at it. We'll, we'll chat about what happened. and We've got lots of views coming in as well. I put it out on Twitter just before I left Tyne Castle after the game. So lots of replies. I won't be able to get through them all. I know Mark's got some as well, but we'll try and touch on a few messages we've received just to get a taste of the feeling among Hearts fans after that defeat. Scarves around the funnel, make some noise. We are sponsored by Forrest Hepburn and McDonald Signs, who have been offering creative sign and print solutions in Edinburgh since the 1950s. So Hartmut Lothian against Fiorentina and Europa Conference League Group A. One of the glamour games. This is what we're, is what we're in it for, isn't it? This is the whole point in finishing third and qualifying, qualifying for Europe. Nights like this, under the lights... At Tynecastle, Castle, a uh, sold-out home crowd against one of the big names. Fair enough, they've not been as successful in recent years as they maybe have been in the past. But Fiorentina are still a Serie A club with lots of spending power, lots of history, and the kind of club that you want to be playing if you're going to, I suppose, make it into European competition. In terms of the team, uh, Hearts, three changes from the side. lost heavily to Rangers on Saturday Devlin, Humphreys and Forrest going out Grant, Halliday and Junelli coming in Um, Before we get into the game I know we sometimes say and I know you said it to me off air before we got to this hindsight, you know it's all great, well and good saying in hindsight I was surprised at the changes, in particular Devlin and Humphreys going out Humphreys being our best player on Saturday against Rangers, and Devlin, despite having a moment of madness and getting sent off against Rangers, a player who has probably Would it be fair to say maybe our best player in Europe this season, given his performances compared to others in some of the bigger games?
1: He's in contention. Do we know yet why he didn't start? Was it a punishment, or was it just a, a selection issue?
0: I don't know, and I'm guessing that maybe we... we won't ever know, because... If it's one of those two things, I imagine that it won't be confirmed publicly, especially now. Well, um, Robbie,
1: Robbie got it wrong. Then that's the bottom line. Devlin should have started.
0: Um, what I was surprised—I mean, what I was surprised—that was you know we we chat about it with um, Matteo Bonetti. But it's not a big secret. You don't have to look at detailed scouting reports to know about the way Vincenzo Italiano likes to play. It's possession based. They want to control mm-hmm. the game. They'll play that midfield three. They want to get on the ball. They want to keep possession and dictate the play from there. Yep. So just immediately you know, I'm not a tactician. I'm not a football coach or a manager. I won't pretend to be. But immediately I thought, hmm we've not got our best ball winning player in the centre of the park against the midfields who are going to try and dictate play and dominate possession. Yeah, sure. and it seems a bit strange to me because whatever your criticism might be of Cammy Devlin and I you know sometimes he's not been at the races, sometimes on the ball he doesn't offer maybe as much as others would like. Others could but in terms of winning the ball back and just harrying players, nipping at them, just being a nuisance in there, he's there's few better out there, especially in the Scottish game. And you saw it even against uh Boshakja here when we struggled, I think he he was in the top three in of all the Europa conference players <laughs> in terms of um winning the ball back so that just seemed a bit odd for me and um in terms of the setup there one thing that you know jimmy not on air because we're on hearts tv he's not going to get too critical but he was very unhappy and we spoke about it at halftime and at the end he said in all his time playing for hearts or for airdrie no matter who they were playing whether it was Bayern munich or whether it was one of the old firm or whoever he, would, he doesn't believe he'd ever had his team set up. And obviously, he's going by instructions of the manager, but he said he'd never played in a team where you basically play a back five in a home game from the start. Never. That's what it was. It was a five for one. Yeah. Maybe a, th- maybe a three at the back. And he said he, his opinion, and I, and I couldn't disagree with him, was you start with a three. And fair enough, if, if you go at them early on and they're getting in behind, you maybe have to revert to a more defensive position. But starting. Like yeah. that. And he basically said, whether it was meant to be or not, it was basically a five from the start. And it was. And the opening four minutes set the tone mark. I mean, I thought the Hearts fans, I uh, said before the game on Twitter, and we said on the podcast, we you know we're playing a big team. Everyone could turn up and play their best, and we could still lose because we're playing a team with much, you know, they've got 50 million, a striker that cost Real Madrid 50 million three years ago. They've got loads of players that cost 10 million plus. They've got heaps of quality in there. But what we, what we wanted was. Big atmosphere, the fans turn up and the players at least turn up and at least make it make it difficult for them. If they're gonna if they're gonna leave Tynecastle with three points and a win, at least make them work for it. But despite the big atmosphere, I thought the crowd were great at the start, really got things going. It was insipid. And the open four minutes sum it up because the Hearts are sitting off, they can't get near Fiorentina. And Fiorentina go one-dollar up. Now I've not watched anything back at this point at all. Did we touch the ball more than maybe three or four times before they went it up?
1: You're talking about the first four minutes. I'm going to talk about the first four seconds. They had kickoff. What did we do? We retreated. That was what we did. We went back to our five, and then there wasn't much space between the lines, and then our four, and we had a lone striker. So right from the very start, when you've got a chance to stick that early... Let's call it a challenge. You can decide what I mean by that. A challenge can be something that, hi, I'm here. You're in for a game today. That kind of challenge. Not to the extent of, careful, that could be a red, but uh, I'll let them know they're here or we're here challenge. There was none of that. So the first four seconds from when they got kickoff and they took kickoff and we just automatically retreated and left a lone striker. Shanklin's no use as a lone striker if he doesn't get service. And when you're starting to defend from the front, it doesn't work. So it became pretty clear that we're in trouble. Now, there's so many places we, we could go with this. I thought the approach was wrong. I've mentioned right from kickoff. That set the tone. They are a good side, but they weren't in form. Zurich had a good side, not as good as Fiorentina, and they were thumped at home by PSV but they weren't in form when we played them. The common denominator here is whether it's a benevolent fund or you need some confidence, come play Hearts. We allowed them to play. One of the things you said towards the end of our podcast, on we recorded it on Monday evening, was fans have to play their part, which they did. I thought they were outstanding. Players have to play their part. Players have to let the opposition know that they are in a game right from the start. Players look scared. The tactics I thought were wrong. I thought the team selection was wrong. We didn't give ourselves a chance. And that's no. the problem. To give up possession right from the start and, and to drop off. You can't blame European inexperience when you look at some of the other results that inexperienced European teams have got tonight. Not having that.
0: RFS threw at home with Istanbul Beshakshir here. We're the only team that can beat RFS. It's, it, because... it's just,
1: it's It's, just, it's silly. As far as the team selection is concerned, Devlin should have started. George Grant with Keo in the middle of the park; they never played together, started together before. I just thought this was crying out for a five-man midfield, because in that first half, I'm a big fan of Sophie and Amrabat, the Moroccan, in the middle of the park. I've seen him a lot. You could you watch control them, the game. You control uh, game. Uh, totally, but there was no one within ten yards of him most of the time. So while we are retreating, he's like, okay, I'll do this, I'll try that. Runs are made off the ball by Saponara or Kwame. Jovic is having a field day, but he's allowed to play Amrabat and Bonaventura could do what he likes, as could Mandragora. If you've got... This is... I'm not saying, you put Devlin in there or you do this or that, we would have won the game. I'm not saying that. Even if we'd lost 3-0, but we'd had a goal, that's the thing that really pisses me off tonight. In that we say all the time about lying down and turning over and getting your tummies tickled as well. I don't think we're learning anything from these defeats. No, sorry, we've no, lost we've, the, we've sat back in the London. two home
0: games. And, we have. And well, we've what difference is the Istanbul Becher-
1: Correct. Them. You want to come here and play? Okay, let's see what you got. We know what you've got. You watch Fiorentina. You know that that they are a possession based side, but they don't like it up them. Viraghi and Terzic. Terzic is a left back playing at right back. He was chosen to play over Venuti, who's going through a tough time. Milenkovic, I thought, might start, as did the Italian press. He didn't. Igor, a lot of muscle, but again, not convinced by him as a centre back. And Martinez Quarta. All right. Golini's a bomb scare in goal. He didn't even need his gloves today. No. Because he used them once, I think, outside the box. I thought the, the referee was officious, but I, there's no way I'm having a go at a referee when there's plenty more targets to have a go at in maroon jerseys that was that was the wrong team selection it was the wrong um tactics and the players just looked scared so i think everybody deserves some of the blame here tonight because that was not good enough at least come away from a game saying you know what couldn't couldn't have given any more i've left everything out there we were beaten mm-hmm. 3-0 t- well that's the way it was they scored three great goals or they were, had to work hard for the three goals. Fine, nothing you can do about that. There's always going to be that when you're playing a much better side. That's always the likelihood is if they play well and you play well, they are going to win more than likely. We didn't have anywhere near I don't know if there were any players that even got pass marks tonight, outfielders, because Craig Gordon does what Craig Gordon does. But I, honestly, I'm starting to feel sorry for Craig Gordon because he's working so much harder than he should be because of the ineptitude of what's in front of them right now
0: Forrest Hepburn and Mcdonald have been making creative sign and print solutions since the nineteen fifties For more visit fhd let's have a look at some of the reaction from people on twitter um Greg says, uh, we have so many problems, it's hard to figure out where to start. We give the ball away so easily and struggle to retain possession. We can't defend cross balls, yet continue to allow crosses into the box. We constantly give the ball to Gordon, our worst distributor, to hoof it out. Uh, Stop, 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 stop,
1: sorry, stop. Why do we think it's suddenly a good idea to take goal kicks short Mm -hmm. and invite them to push forward onto us so that then we have space to get in behind when we don't have the players yeah. to play that type of football and on. then we're losing the ball in our our third towards our goalkeeper and the times that we did manage to get out, we just lumped it along anyway. Yeah. If you're going to do something, do it right or don't try that if you've yeah. not got the players to do it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I felt a bit sorry for Lauren Shankland. Because you're, you're spot on We kept playing short from the back And you know One thing about this Fiorentina team And uh, Matteo Bonetti said it Earlier in the week on the podcast They like to dominate position, keep the ball And they want to win it back quickly So they'll press you aggressively to try and win it back So we kept playing short And obviously you're you're exactly right My only understanding can be We were trying to draw them all up the park Try and play in, in behind them But Lawrence Shanklin was up there With no one within 40 yards of him He's not a big striker, so a couple of times he actually did re- well enough to hold it in, but he, no one to play he it No to. one to pass to. I mean, if you, had, if you had Humphreys up there with maybe Shanklin running off him or something, I could maybe understand it, but it did make sense with who we had out there.
1: Why, so, why was our best player from the weekend dropped?
0: I don't know, because I thought he was actually quite lively when he came on. It's difficult to, to gauge because by that point we were down to 10 men and the game was basically gone. I mean, you can say we looked a little bit better in the second half, but I don't... I think Fiorentina went from third gear to almost into first gear. They didn't need to do much, so...
1: After after the red... Well, that that was the whole game after the red card. Yeah. You you can look at it, right, and say... I was thinking about the things that Mateo was talking about, about Fiorentina. If you can get them turned, get in behind them, they're going to have a lot of the ball, but in transition, you need pace to get in behind them. He said, if you've got a pacey striker, we don't have a pacey striker, but if you've got Josh with the pace, then, then maybe that might be something to 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 kind of utilize. But Barry McKay was a letdown again. Uh, he he's, he's like us playing with the man down, and I'm not. It's not just a thing about him. There are others. That, no one had a good game. Outfielders, but how many times have we seen Barry McKay play well in a big game?
0: That I mean, that especially uh, <laughs> anonymous. What
1: should he play? Great when things are going our way, but I mean, give it, give, give. It's it's hard. I I get it's hard, right? Sometimes I keep going back to Serbia, Scotland, right? We try to play them at their own game, outpass them, whatever. Ain't happening. What did we do? We went long, long to the striker, knocked it down to the support player. We got a bit of joy that way. So if you were up against a team that you know like to keep possession and have much better players than you. Uh, players than you, and those players are better at playing football than you, let's not try and match them, because you're going to lose. Let's try something a little bit different. It just seems like we keep trying the same thing over and over again, and we're getting absolutely no success. And there's a phrase about that.
0: Indeed. Well, let's have a look Uh, Jersey Steve said, didn't understand not starting with Devlin. Our backline is so shaky and patched together because of injuries. Worst teams in Fiorentina will and already have exploited it this season. That said, even with full strength team, I think we would have ultimately struggled against quality of opposition, but worst start ever. A lot of goals we've conceded in Europe have been uh, where we had multiple defenders in the box, but seemingly confusion on whose job it is. Um... It's like uh, watching Leicester Blitz from him. set plays. They, yeah. they look
1: like a cat on a hot tin roof.
0: Blitz what do we do? says, we were slow to engage in the first half, thought Mackay and Grant especially just weren't at it. Not recruiting a centre-back during the window looks a bad decision now, to be honest. We are losing too many early goals. Are the players listening to Robbie Nielsen? We need a leader out on the park ASAP.
1: Here's one for you, 31st minute. Sorry, 31st minute. Do you remember what happened? It wasn't anything of note, but something happened that I think is worth
0: mentioning. Remember what it was? Uh, Off the top of my head, no.
1: Alex Cochran.
0: Oh, is that when he closed closed him down high up the park? Yeah, From
1: left centre-back or left wing-back. Reminded me of Andy Robertson, right? Not ability-wise, but you know what? If no one else is going to fucking do it, I'll do it myself. And how did the crowd respond? Well, I'll tell you exactly how they responded. He bombed forward. He then put pressure on the defenders. He put pressure on Golini, who then cleared it away for a throw-in. Into mm-hmm. the main stand. Fans loved it. First time they'd had a chance to cheer. The whole evening. Why did it take Alex Cochran to do that? 31st minute. That's not the case. We should be we should be fired up for that. We spoke about the Bayern game and the Stuttgart game and all the other amazing evenings we've had. I'm not saying that that was ever going to be a, an amazing evening. We had a chance, we didn't have a chance the way we approached it. And that's, that's the annoying thing for me. I've got the stats in front of me, by the way. And Ugh. the possession is the possessions not really a surprise. I thought we would have had more than 29% of possession, but that's what we had. I thought we might have had in the 30s. They had 71. This is what gets me. They had 25 shots. We had four. Seven of those 25 were on target. Two of ours were. They had 10 corners. We had one. And there were 26 fouls in the game. They did not have to to get out of second gear. You spoke about them making sure they had mud and god knows what on their shirts and that they'd didn't been in a game. No. no it didn't happen at all. They had white shirts on tonight. How many of them even needed washed?
0: Yeah. No, I think that that's the big disappointment and you know you can argue a lot about it's one of these where the result does matter but at the same time I and I think most reasonable Hearts fans would have not necessarily accepted, but if we lost tonight and it was a case of you know there was blood and thunder, tackles going in, and Fiorentina scored a couple of just a wonderful goals, just ripped us open with their quality. Nothing you can
1: do with that. At the end of the game,
0: you would have probably, you know what? Fine, they're a better team than us, and it's similar when you play Celtic and Rangers. Maybe not quite as forgiving because it's a domestic game but I thought we were better with ten men for 15 minutes yeah, after Nielsen got sent off. Yeah we I, I, we're never we're, we're never
1: I, a threat but we were more careful with I, the ball.
0: Again I just I think similar to the Rangers game the second half is almost irrelevant to I
1: know analyse
0: because 2-0 down and when Nielsen gets sent off which was the right call incidentally I, I I didn't see it in real time when it happened but you see the replay clearly pulls him back. got him to gets sent off. I don't want to be too harsh on Lewis Nielsen because I don't you know he wasn't meant to be starting every week he wasn't meant he played he's nineteen times for he played nineteen yeah. times for Dundee United, and now he's up against Luka Jovic, who three years ago was the next big thing that Real Madrid mm-hmm. spent sixty million euros on. I mean, it's a big jump up for him. This is um, about learning
1: lessons, Laurie. This is about. No,
0: that's that's the we're. No, no, doing. no. I'm
1: I'm talking in, I I mentioned that. I'm talking Lewis Nielsen. I'm talking. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they say they spoke to him afterwards how does he get better right he, well you'll get better from playing alongside Halkett when he's back and and Kai rolls who's still raw as well but you'll get better playing with with better players we started with a left back a left back and a 19 year old in Central defense we had a midfielder at left wing back and a center back slash right back at right wing back we had two players in front of that defense that hadn't played together as a, at the, from the start in Kimatsog glue and, and George Grant so it's look, it's easy to sit here after the event. However, if we're not learning from it, then there's a problem. But individually, Nielsen will look back at that. He was the wrong side, right? He was excellent when he came on for Halka in Latvia. And we said at the time, I love the fact he's not scared. I'm not throwing him out with a washing. That's unfair. He's 19 years old, he's a project. But he's got to learn from that because he looked out of his depth at times. But so that they all looked out of their depth. So it's, this is by no means this. He's he's not to blame. There are no, it's, it's,
0: it's, it's a that collective are to blame thing. for
1: for. Of course it is. It's, and I've got I've got a couple of um, got a couple of mentions if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Um, one from Eck. No shame in losing to a team like that. They're so far out of our league right now. But it's the manner that yeah, I can't exactly. stomach. Stood yeah. off them and gave them far too much respect. That is surely echoed by every single Hearts fan.
0: Yeah, eh, echoed. Well done, it was a good one. Um, Maxine Cormac is so disappointing. Lose 3-0 against a Serie A team with their spending power, okay. But show a bit of fight, a bit of grit, Matter. get in their faces. Yep. When Cochrane did exactly that, exactly what we said one time in the first half, the whole stadium were on their feet and Fiorentina yeah. were riled. Not too much to ask, is it? And it's not. Um, Brian Millen says no passion or fight recruitment hasn't been good enough this season while I appreciate they have better finances than us I just don't think Robbie is the man to take us forward Odd Shaped Ball says assume we'll get the same old Nielsen out after defeat disappointing result but let's be realistic they have a squad that would stroll the Scottish Premiership and a wage bill that dwarves ours we're not some arguing fans that, need to consider we're... their expectations yeah I, I, I think you are two we're different arguing views the of... man-
1: yeah. we're I arguing the manner of the defeat
0: yeah and I do get a bit tired with it. Im- immediately go to sack the manager. But he has to get you know, and we've and we've said before, it like tonight. on on Saturday I thought people reverting to the, you know, Robbie shit the bed against the big team. On Saturday I didn't think that was the case against Rangers. I actually thought he got the approach right. There was individual errors, there was a silly red card. Tonight, you could use that phrase because I felt that came from his tactics as well. That wasn't just individual errors and things not going your way. Right from the off, we were passive. So I, don't know I think what
1: we were working on at training after the Rangers game and the Rangers game was tough. It's a lot harder to chase the ball when you don't have it. I mean 71% of possession for them that's basically 7 tenths of the time you're chasing the ball you don't have it. They have it you're expending energy so it's not easy to do that and on the back of the Rangers game it's easy to jump down someone's throat after a defeat like this bigger picture is I'm not sure where I don't think we're learning anything it was very similar to Istanbul Bishakshah here. it was very similar in a way to Zurich away as far as giving them a bit too much respect and get, I said that after Zurich when you give a team that are going through a bad spell when you give them the ball and you give them hope and you give them confidence that bad spell ain't going to last much longer and Zurich took advantage. Istanbul were a really good side, but I, I like Fiorentina. I don't think they were made to work that hard for their victory. Got a message from a pal of mine, Lenny and Pennycook. This is the sort of performance that just sucks the life out of me. Short mm-hmm. in midfield from the start, no pace or intensity, defence a shambles, and looks like we've worked on nothing since the weekend. Not starting Devlin is a ludicrous decision, fallen mm-hmm. miles short in every big game since the cup final, not good enough from the management and the players. You can't argue with any of that.
0: No, you can't. Um, what else have we got? Um uh, Cheezin says, "Don't get me wrong. Fiorentina have quality, but they couldn't buy a win before this match. What they needed was to play a team that would sit back, fear them, and make them look good instead of getting stuck in from the off and testing their fragile confidence." Good old hearts. Um, the fresh prince of grey hair, good name, <laughs> says, "Never laid a glove on them. I know it's hard to play against a far superior team, but we made it easy for them by being passive and allowing them to dictate everything." Give good players time and space and they will punish you every time. Poor team selection and formation gave them that time and space they needed. How Robbie well we can't see that we needed an extra player in midfield at halftime when all when we all could is beyond me. Finally, Humphreys offers more as a lone striker than Shanklin. So all points. I'd agree with,
1: I'd agree with that. Uh, but I'd also say, why not play the pair of them? You could still have five in midfield, you could still have your back three, but that gives you an opportunity, if you're under pressure, to go long. To get yeah. them turned. But it gives you someone as well. Hammy Devlin or whoever. no, oh, I've got a message about Keo, Um, There's Amrabat. Don't let him go anywhere. If he goes for a shite, go and wipe his arse. Ian Mercer. Keough not for me. Slow in possession, even slower out of it and weak in the tackle. Spends a lot of time pointing and shouting at where people should be but is way off at himself. Worrying we spent good money on him. Looks like Director of Football's first proper dud. I'd said that the sample size was small. I wasn't impressed by him tonight. Now, would he be better alongside Devlin as a a kind of three in there with maybe Grant or Halliday or someone? I don't know. But again, there's a, there's a, there's another opinion. I've got here's an opinion from Craig Levine. Craig Levine was on BBC Radio Scotland tonight. That's some good stuff to say. At the end of the game, Craig said. I don't think the tactics were necessarily wrong, but when you engage, you have to compete. Maybe they were in awe of the opposition. I expected to see more aggression and physicality against a team who've won one of their last ten games. You can acknowledge the quality of their players, but that doesn't stop you trying to kick them.
0: Yeah. Well they hadn't won away from home, you in, in six months. Yeah. Um, and they have now. And they have now. Um Barry Meller said questions need to be asked about the coaching at hearts. Once again, wrong system and team picked. He says four wins in nineteen is sackable. I I don't think it's four wins in nineteen. It's not good, but I think it's it's got to be five because I think we've won five games this season. Um but that's not to say that the form isn't isn't poor. But I, I guess carrying on from that, Mark, so where do we go from this point? Because you mm-hmm. know, this is this this is a slump. Um, you know, our last our last three games at Tinkast regardless of our position we've conceded 11 goals we've not Not scored scored one and we've lost five of our last six at home Um, but we played Kamarnika we played Kamarnika at the weekend now Europe was always going to be tough I think when we saw that group we agreed we're third seeds for a reason but I tell you what it's pretty annoying when you see RFS who we are a much better side than RFS I think that's clear from when we played in Latvia and deserve to beat them 2-0 they've drawn with both Fiorentina and Bishaksha here and tonight they drew Bishaksha here with 10 men mm-hmm. um, yeah, but... so the concern here for me is one thing that gets thrown at Robbie quite often is in big games now RFS you might say is maybe more straightforward because we're the better side so set up to to, to try and beat them and we did um, you know, it wasn't smooth sailing the whole way through. They had some chances, but we were the better team. They've set up, and I've not, I have not—I have no idea how they set up against Bishakja here. I've just seen the scoreline and the fact they had a red card, but they've managed to grind out draws against two big teams. I know they—I ra- know they rode their luck away to Fiorentina, but we don't seem to have an approach for these games. You know, we we sat off them tonight, but do we have the players to be able to sit off and defend? We're a small no. team, we're not actually a very physical team. No,
1: we're not a physical um, team. And and our first eleven, compared to the eleven we put out tonight, there's a huge drop off. There really is. There's a lack of quality. There's squad players. But the quality of the squad players compared to the, the first choice eleven, it's nowhere near good enough. And there's gotta be questions
0: asked. Now I mean suddenly games like Kilmarnock away this weekend. I would say it's, you know, you can never say must win, because then if you say must win, then what happens if you don't? But getting wins in these games, and Aberdeen away, which is going to be very tough. Look
1: at the, the next f- four. F- Kelly f- away, yeah. Fiorentina away, Aberdeen away, Celtic at home. I mean, can you see us winning any of those? Now, in fairness, and this is where I think it's important, we, we see both sides of the story. We came into the model game on the back of a really good result against... Riga. And we won by three goals to nil. Right, That scoreline didn't tell anything like the full story of the game. But we won it. There's no point in saying oh we were lucky to win. We won the game by three goals to nil. Now I don't know what's going to happen on Sunday down at Kilmarnock but you'll have to make changes because you look at the results that they've had this season on the back of European. Let's, Let's have a look at all the results on the back of European fixtures. Lost in Zurich then lost at Celtic. Lost at home to Zurich. Beat St Johnston. Lost at home to Istanbul. Next game was Riga, which we won because the midweek or the weekend game was was postponed. After Riga, we then beat Motherwell. So our record in European games isn't bad. Sorry, our record after playing in a European game isn't bad. But how are we going to get on with just? Because remember, we were going to play St Mirren, weren't we, on the back of Istanbul Bajaksha here. Yeah. Um, and and we, so we never know what, what, what would have happened then. So we, we've got an opportunity now to prove that we're not in a slump. Because the home form, right? Listen to this lost 3 0 Fiorentina. No goals, three conceded. Lost 4 0 Rangers. Four goals conceded, no goals scored. Lost 4 0 to Istanbul here, Four goals conceded, none scored. Lost 1 0 against Kilmarnock. One goal conceded, not scored. remember the last player? To score for Hearts at Tynecastle would have been Shankland when we beat Shankland's penalty the twenty eighth of August. So that's not good enough. Before we get to more kind of comments from um, from Hearts fans, I want to tell you what Robbie had to say afterwards. And this is where I take kind of I want to question a couple of these things that he said. He said, we had a decision. Do we press high and leave huge gaps in behind us, or do we sit in and wait for the moment to come and steal the ball? Well, you saw what he did, and I think he got it wrong. At halftime, I thought, will I change it? We decided not to. They scored two goals, but we weren't getting picked apart. You could have ch- you could have made five changes at halftime, and no one could have complained. Now, he didn't. He didn't take long before he decided to make some changes. It was the 53rd minute when Cammy... Came on for George Grant, who I thought was disappointing again, but was outnumbered, middle of the park. And and Stephen Humphreys came on for Lawrence Shanklin, who's not a lone striker. Then Natty Atkinson came on for the injured Michael Smith after an hour. Carrie Mackay Stephen, after 75 minutes, offered absolutely nothing. And Forrest, I mean, by that stage, it's like the horses bolted and way down the road. So I disagree with, with both of those things. But he said they had a, two decisions to make. I think he got the first one wrong and I think he got the second one wrong as well. He's got to learn from things as well. And we, we have to see progress. And next week, next week's an an important game for us, but it's now more important than it was prior to this game because we didn't get anything from this game. Not that I'm saying we expected it, but the manner, the manner of defeat. Now we go to Kilmarnock What's that going to be like? Then we go to Florence. So they're coming thick and fast. We knew that. But application, tactics, team selection, a lot of big decisions for Robbie over the next few days.
0: You're listening to Scarves Around the Funnel. Make some noise. We are sponsored by Forrest Hepburn and McDonald Signs who have been offering creative sign and print solutions since the 1950s. Okay, Before we go, let me just go through a few more comments we've had. Graham Taylor um, said, uh, The team looks like all the build-up has uh, been how we want to defend, and then when Fiorentina have got that early goal, not one player knows how to attack them because it's never even been worked on. Cochrane's one bit of pressing was clearly off his own back and not part of the plan. Just such a poor, poor showing getting beat isn't the issue, it's Hearts versus bloody Fiorentina, but it's the way we're losing these games that's just so pitiful. We're either waiting for the better team to score, or losing an early goal before we even get to try and wait. So abject, four home losses on the spin, five of the last six, and all but 45 minutes of that have been dire, and then folk wonder why the atmosphere isn't reaching that any sort of level. Nothing to cheat about and no belief in what it is, bar a few flashes. A really dull, unentertaining side, which is... Hard to argue with at did the moment.
1: Read, yeah, did you read the message from Michael Angelini? That we got to the same um, response to the tweet. Did you think Fiorentina were that good? I thought Hearts made them look good or look better than they are. They showed the urgency to win the ball back. We didn't. If we did, the fans would have appreciated that and made more noise. Player selection and tactics poor, in my opinion. I think there's a theme here among all the fans, pretty much saying the same thing in different ways, isn't there?
0: Oh, yeah, I can't argue with that. I mean, Fiorentina are a good side, but we made them look better than they are. And the same could be said for Bishaksha here. I mean, they won 4-0, it could have been 8, because we made it very easy for them. And I think both games... Would we have won if we'd turned up and given our best show? I'd argue in the here game, probably not. We maybe would have. You don't know, but it's hypothetical. But I I think Hearts fans would have appreciated that. I think most would understand that we're playing top opposition. They'd be able to see it in front of them. But if you can turn up and you can actually at least give a good account of yourselves, but it just wasn't even that. Um, Right. So, you know, we're kind of coming to the end of this make some noise episode. So, what do we do? We got Kilmarnock on Sunday. I, you know, you feel like something has to has to change. I mean, Robbie Nielsen said after the game, um, he, he said Fiorentina trip is pivotal, and he's looking for a change. I'm just looking at this is this is things that are coming out. <laughs> Wait a minute, Re-
1: that was pivotal tonight, and he's looking for a change. So he's going to change what he thought was the right thing tonight, but now he needs to change it again. Come on.
0: Oh no, I, I yeah. I I totally agree. He seems a little bit lost just now. But looking at Kamarnik first, because we'll be back on before the before the away game against Fiorentina, um, Sunday. I, the, this is almost bigger. You know, Fiorentina away. We never expect anything about that. You know, it's unlikely we're going to get anywhere in the group, especially now after tonight's result. But Kamarnik's huge because we, we kind of we were realistic at the start of the season. We said, given our given the demands of European football there's a chance that we might not be sitting comfortable in third like we were last season, even if we feel that we've got the strongest squad outside of Glasgow, which is up for debate just now either way. I I think we said, look, if we can just be at least in touch with third, come the break, regroup and kind of go again. The danger is if we can't pick up over this phase of games, because it's a very tough spell of games, especially if we lose to the likes of Aberdeen, who are who are up there looking at third as well, we could be not in touching distance. You know, if we get more than five, six points behind some people, I think someone gave a scenario where we could be 10 points off third by the time we get to the break. That's a big problem because even if we regroup and we're better second half of the season, we're then relying on other teams having a poor second half of the season. Um, And then it kind of becomes almost a waste of time last season. If we can't pick up and go again, the saving grace could be the Scottish Cup, because if you win that, you can go straight into the groups. But that's a big if.
1: Draw yeah, Celtic the... away
0: first round, it's done. <laughs> this, this, this
1: doesn't seem to be the right time to say, hold on, let's look bigger picture. But I want to, I want to look bigger picture because we could quite easily. I'm mean, looking at the fixtures for the weekend, right? St. Mirren go to Rangers. Something's got to give between Hibernian and Motherwell, two teams above us, but only just. Aberdeen, have got the new firm derby against Dundee United at Tannadice. That's 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 a tough game. No one's no one's getting away from anybody, and they don't because no one's really good enough to get away from anybody. We were good enough last season because didn't have disruptions or distractions. We'd come up. We had the the swashbuckling kind of attitude. That's gone. We've become timid, and I don't like that. So the second half of the season, we're going to have more like our first choice eleven there, and the likelihood is we'll not have European football, um, sadly. But I, I can't see we're not we're not good enough just now. I mean, if we can get third in that group, that's probably I mean, that matches the seedings. Um, so looking ahead to after Christmas or or after the World Cup, when we've got players back. I'd still fancy us, but I I wouldn't fancy us from 10, 12 double-digit points behind. What you think is likely to happen probably will happen. No one's going to run away with it. From St. Mirren, Hibbs, Aberdeen, Motherwell, Hearts, Livingston, St. Johnston, Kilmarnock. They're not much of a muchness. Some are better than others, but no one's kind of clearly... Where we hope to be in a few years' time is clear of those teams and closing in on Celtic and Rangers. That's a million miles from where we are right now. But I can't say to you, judge us when we've got our full 11 on the pitch. Because what if we lose at Kilmarnock next time out? And then we've got those tough games coming up. What if we lose against Aberdeen? What if we lose against Celtic? So we could end up being in a position whereby the manager might say, I just come on! Wait till everyone's back. Give us time, or or whatever. We have to see the fans have to see a semblance of improvement. They have to see a semblance of right. We fucked that up, but we learned from it. And right now, we're not seeing that. So, I want to. I want to be in a position in the second half of the season, whereby we're within single-digit points of third. Right? I want to be third. But if we find ourselves in a position where we are back in 7th where we are right now, or 8th or ninth, but we're only 7, 8 or 9 points behind, I'd still fancy us to, to to finish with a flourish. Based on what? No idea. Just purely based on the fact we've got better players coming back. But you need momentum. You need to ride the crest of a wave. Right now, our players look scared. They look scared of of playing at Tyne Castle. They look scared of of the pressure. They look like they can't handle it. They look like they don't really want the ball. And this is just a a they, as in generically. This isn't a, right, him, him, and him. Okay, pass marks, him, him, and him, no, whatever. This is, you've got to be brave. You've got to stand up and be counted. We lack leadership. We lack physicality. And right now, from the touchline, we lack guidance. That has to change.
0: Okay, so Kilmarnock, do you want to make a prediction before we go?
1: Jesus. They can't really score, but we don't know how to keep a clean sheet on too many occasions. I don't think we win this game. Honestly, I'll go 1-1. I'll go 1-1 and I don't even know who will start. Humphreys. There you go. You?
0: Because our last episode was titled Blind Optimism. I'm going to continue Blind Optimism and say we're going to we're somehow going to react. Because some people have said it before, what Robbie does have a tendency to do sometimes is dig out a big win when he needs it most. And there's yeah, a lot of pressure on him after that. tonight. Yeah. And I think deservedly so. You know, We've defended him at times, but I think he deserves a lot of flack for that defeat tonight. Uh, I don't think it's going to be pretty but we're going to dig out a one nil win, and I'll go with Humphreys as well.
1: Okay. I was listening back to the the, Ranger, the Rangers podcast when we did predictions, and we stupidly said to win, and you said, Haha, there's too much too much optimism. We'll probably lose 4-0 now.
0: Well, you got it right, son. <sighs> yeah. Well, like I said last time, we're not making predictions that you should take to the bookies and... Uh, and take as a as us making our most sensible uh assessment of what might happen in a game. This is us basically given the score we we think best case scenario we hope might just about happen because we're Hearts fans. Uh, anyway. don't,
1: be, don't, don't be frightened, Sunday. Don't be frightened. Don't kind of worry about oh, what if they do this. Just go after them. Just go after them. Have a go. Let them worry about us. Right? We've still got better players than them. They might not be full of confidence right now. They might be struggling. But you know what? I don't think it's a bad thing, Laurie, that the game's not at Tyne Castle.
0: Indeed. Because at the moment, we can't even score a goal at home.
1: <laughs> Hopefully uh, that will change
0: before too long, but we're away from home um, quite a bit at the moment, so maybe that's good. Hopefully we can but, at but least But Europe meant to be fun. Uh, yeah. I can
1: imagine all you lot going to Florence next week. The highlight is going to be the city, <laughs> there'll probably be some people that are, you know what? I'm not even gonna bother going to the game because of just enjoying themselves in, in the city, I, I hope that's not the case. I, I it's it's ve- I can now understand why managers don't like to be interviewed after a game. Because your your emotions are all over the just, place. I was just about
0: to hit the music to leave, to finish. What are we talking about now? Hit the music to finish. Hit the music. We'll be back soon. Thanks for listening. Ha, <laughs> ha,